Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes, never missing a single show. I want to thank everybody for that. Uh, I want to thank some of my more loyal friends of the show, people that take the time to write. At least just let me know you're listening, whether you're commenting on Facebook or sending me the emails. Uh, Thank you so much, Tino Fella, as as always, of course. New listener, from what I can tell, uh, Sigmund Joe High Dasher. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, Thank you so much, and uh, thank you, Danny Borden, for recommending the show to him. I'm giving you the credit. Danny, you're good people. Glad you're out there still. My buddy Steve Arizina, thank you so much for listening and catching up on the show. Of course, as always, the great Todd Cunningham. Thanks for the CDs and uh, give me some show ideas here and there. Those are going to happen soon, I promise. Thanks, Todd. Uh, the great Robert Coulter, uh, good to see you out there. And Mike Cranston, also great to see you out there. Thanks for listening, guys. And the great Randy Brown, host of the Synaptic podcast on cnjradio.com, if I can get that one in again. Uh, a true alternative, like I always say. I did make a little cameo on episode 20 of The Synaptic, if you'd like to listen to that. And like I said, I just recommend the show wholeheartedly. It's a different kind of show than what Rock Strikes 10 is. I keep saying it, a true alternative takes a lot of the music I would have never heard, whether it's local or national or what have you. And he's like one of those great meat companies that, that buys a lot of meat and you know filters through all of the filler and puts it out there for you to listen to. Uh, the, the true 1% of uh, alternative music and great rock and roll. Also play some metal on the show, so it, it's a true variety and a true alternative. So check out his show. Uh, God, I've been plagued with computer problems, time issues, uh, viruses, uh, everything that stands in the way of putting out uh, this thing that's supposed to be fun and that I like to do. Uh, yeah, I was truly tested over the last couple of weeks, but I'm back here on Rock Strikes 10. I've got, oh, about a half dozen different shows I'm working on right now for Rock Strikes 10, different themes. So i uh, going to put out the shows as much as I can, as quick as I can. I'm trying to keep it weekly, damn it, but uh, it's another two-week wait, and I really apologize for those of you still listening to me. But let's do it. Uh, it's time for Volume 2. The second time this year we're doing the odds and ends, a theme that I like to do, giving it up for the, the songs and albums that really have no place to go whenever it's time to make those year-end lists and uh, they usually get forgotten or they're off of soundtracks or tribute albums or reissues. Uh, all those things are relevant to being odds and ends of rock and roll. So let's just kick off the show here proper. A band that's no stranger, Rock Strikes 10, but a band that has been a stranger to quality-sounding records. I'm going to explain. Of course, a little old band from Texas, ZZ Top. I recently played them on the show a couple episodes ago, but it's relevant for me to play them again here on this particular episode. Why? Because this is definitely a product I want people to know about. Uh, They just put out a 10-CD box set. Uh, you know, going through their entire uh, Warner label career. Starts from ZZ Top's first album all the way to, I think, Recycler, I believe. 
Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> um, yeah, some of us kind of stopped paying attention uh, pretty much right after that or about that. But the great news is, I'm happy to inform, is that the original mix and drum sound is back for the first time since vinyl. Since the original vinyls. Can you believe that ever since ZZ Top went digital, they uh, just, I don't know whose call this was. I don't know if it was Billy's. I don't know if it was Bill Ham's. You know, their their former manager. I don't know. But uh, it was definitely a crime for the senses. Maybe I'm taking it too seriously, but I'm going to do a first here on Rock Strikes 10. How about a little Pepsi challenge? First, I'm going to play you the song that I'm going to play here. Just Got Paid, one of my all-time favorite songs. Probably the first song I learned how to play on the guitar all the way through, at least from a rhythm standpoint. I'm not that great. But... We're going to play a Just Got Paid off of Rio Grande Mud. Now here, with no touching up from me, here is the original mix. I'm going to play like the first 30 seconds of Just Got Paid. And then I'm literally just going to follow it up with uh, the version that you can hear on the new box set. And a very affordable, you know, it's not, despite the fact that it's 10 CDs, uh, the average I'm seeing online and at the stores is between $40 and $50. So. Basically, if you have even half the catalog, you can still justify buying it. Or if you're just a, you know, a super music nerd geek like me, this is something you're going to want to get right away, right all the wrongs. Like I said, we're going to start off. Here's 30 seconds of the original CD of uh, Rio Grande Mud with Just Got Paid. And I'm going to fade right into what it sounds like now. Take all the treble out and all that crap. You're going to be pretty surprised by this. Here you go. Just got paid today Got me a pocket 
ZZ Top with Just Got Paid off of the Rio Grande Mud Record, 1971, I believe. That's uh, great. Like I said, you can find that. Uh, I'm going to have to just recommend the box set, not the individual disc for, for the time being. As you could hear on those side-by-side comparisons, in my opinion, there is no contest. And, and even more horrible for that initial CD mix, something happened on the way to remix land with that. I stacked up the two songs side by side, and the CD mix from the uh, remix... God, I'm, I'm all over the place here. Let's try this again. The CD mix is actually edited. They cut about 30 seconds or so off of that track, but thankfully the one I just played for you is the one you will hear. It's restored, it's unedited. Yeah, let's cut off some Billy Gibbons solo. Yeah, that's a great idea. Alright, so there you go. Right of the wrongs, finally. Maybe it's the new management they have, I don't know, but thanks guys for getting your brain back. We really appreciate it. Moving on here. Uh, another reissue, a band that I played uh, a little bit ago on the show on the Alternative Universe Classic Rock episode. Uh, we all kind of discovered Dust together. Uh, this band, Dust, power trio from New York City right there in the early 70s. I played a song of theirs called Suicide on the show. Great song uh, off of a really cool album called Heart Attack. And I'm going to play a song off of their debut album, just easily enough called Dust. You can find this, uh, and literally a few weeks after I played it, they reissued out the first two albums on one CD. So you can get it all for the price of one. I got it for about 10 bucks on Amazon. Very happy about that. And it's weird, they actually put the debut album on the second half of the CD as, a, as opposed to putting in, you know, release order. But um, obviously... And I could say this for sure as well, Heart Attack, the second album, is definitely a stronger album. So I guess that was their rationale in doing so. But regardless, there's a really cool song off of that first album called Learning to Die. So here you go. I'm going to play that one for you to give a bit of an idea of what the first album sounds like. It's not as heavy. It's a little more experimental. Uh, I don't know what to call it really, but a really cool band and pretty damn ahead of its time. So here you go. This is Dust with learning to die.
production team that brought you the first two Kiss albums, Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise. That was Dust with Learning to Die off of, like I said, the reissued Dust twofer with Heart Attack and the self-titled album. Dust, like I said, was a power trio. Richie Wise was actually the vocalist and guitarist for that band, so that sounds pretty hard to do. A lot of guitars going on on there and having to sing at the same time. Always a challenge. At least for me. And uh, Kenny Aronson on bass. And Mark Bell on drums. Who later became more famous as Marky Ramone. Alright, we're going to delve into some recently released live albums. So come along with me. First song I'm going to play here in this set. Is from a recently released live album by Whitesnake. Yes, I like Whitesnake. You want to make something of it? Yeah, anyway. But, you know, of course, being a child of the 80s. I came in and grew up with the reboot of Whitesnake, <laughs> which is funny in itself that that, that happened. Kind of like Hart had a reboot, but Whitesnake definitely did as well, uh, thanks to John Kalodner. Uh But for me, one of the real standout tracks on that reboot album, the self-titled Whitesnake album from 1987, was a song called Give Me All Your Love Tonight, a fun, hard-rockin' 80s song, nothing more, nothing less. A uh, big sounding song. So I always really liked it. That was my favorite single off of the record. And here it is off of a recently released live album from a couple of months ago. White Snake Made in Japan. Hmm. Wonder if that's kind of a deep purple shot. Eh, maybe I'm making too much of it. You think? But regardless, here you go. This is White Snake with Give Me All Your Love Tonight. You and I'm all in a row 
White Snake with Give Me All Your Love Tonight from Made in Japan. Just came out a couple of months ago. Uh, if you're a fan, go check it out. Because uh, they, you know, they, they dive deep in there and they play some stuff off of that last album, Nevermore. So uh, it's, it's a nice little collection there. For the hardcore fan, that's pretty much what live albums are made for anyway, right? Right. Speaking of recently released live albums... I'm going to play you something here, uh, kind of a callback to a couple of shows ago where I did uh, the medleys. Uh, this is a medley from a recently released live album. Uh, it's been sitting in the archives for quite a bit, and uh, why was it sitting in the vault up until now? Well, it's because it was from a live album recorded by Dio, the late, great Ronnie James Dio. This is from 1986 at the Philadelphia Spectrum. Really cool. This is a medley of Last in Line, Children of the Sea from the Heaven and Hell record, and Holy Diver. So check it out. Here you go. Some bonus material from Dio.
Alright, there you go. That was Dio with a medley of Last in Line, Children of the Sea, Holy Diver. Can't get any better than that, right? And that's off of the album officially called Finding the Sacred Heart, live in Philly, 1986. I believe there's also a Blu-ray release for that as well, so go check that out. I know there's a, a Blu-ray out now for Judas Priest Epitaph. I need to pick that up. There was kind of an abundance of concerts that came out, so I gotta play catch-up now. Thanks, guys. No, it's it's always great to have quality material out, trust me. Especially in this day and age, right? So, uh, I love that by 1986, Dio already had like a decade's worth of material, like between Rainbow and Sabbath and his own solo stuff that he's already resorting to medleys. That's that's pretty funny and, and pretty awesome at the same time. So, we got one more live song here to do. Uh, this came off of the 12-12-12 concert, which was the benefit for Hurricane Sandy out in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. New Jersey, New York, because I guess Jersey got it worse, right? I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not out there, but uh, shout out to anybody from that area that's listening. I hope you're doing well. I hope your friends and family and neighbors and all that stuff are doing well. And recovery is definitely happening as we speak. So, uh, you know, go go purchase at least, you know, a tune or so off of the 12 12 12 uh, record. So that way, you know, something goes to them. Something. Uh, whatever. Uh, Red Cross, you know, all that good stuff. We are philanthropists here on Rock Strikes 10, aren't we, right? Okay, so moving on. What track am I going to play off this? Well, I decided to go with uh, The Who. Uh, there was a couple of good bands on there, you know, Springsteen and The Stones. Those, are, You know, they did they did great. But, uh, you know, that little uh, Paul McCartney set. But uh, to me, one of the big winners of the concert was getting to hear a really great version of Love, Rain, or Me by The Who. Man, uh, you know, I, I know Roger Daltrey's voice isn't as great as it used to be, but how could it possibly be? I think uh, he does a great job on it. Uh, the band is ridiculous on it. I mean, Pete Townsend, his arranging and everything, especially around this era, uh, you know, I don't throw the word genius around a lot, but I think Pete Townsend would probably fit that description. I mean, especially when you hear a song like this. So here you go. If you haven't heard it in a while, this is a great live version of Love, Rain, or Me by The Who, or what's left of them. Check it out.
Thank you. All right, that was The Who with Love, Rain, or Me from the Hurricane Sandy Benefit Concert 12-12-12. Go, uh, you know, uh, cherry pick off of that, let's just say. (laughs) That's why I do this show, right? All right, moving on. This is from a soundtrack to a documentary that I haven't seen yet, but I really want to see. It's for the Sound City reel-to-reel documentary. Uh, of course, Dave Grohl spearheading the whole thing. Uh, you probably heard the story by now. He bought the original soundboard from the Sound City Studios uh, because so many legendary albums were recorded on it, and it just sounds better when you record on those old boards on reel-to-reel tape. And uh, nothing can beat it. You know, we've learned that lesson now. We've righted the wrong. Pro Tools is not the best thing to record rock records on. It's just not. It's great for editing, but you do not want to record on it. So glad that uh, Dave Grawl could get that public service announcement to the rest of everybody that hadn't figured that out yet. And uh, like I said, I'm super excited to see the documentary. And I was also pleasantly surprised whenever you get a guy like that that has some pull bringing somebody out that definitely deserves all the credibility in the world. He's never given up. He's never lost a step. Still putting out quality new material, too. And uh, when you hear this track, if you haven't heard him in a while, I can't imagine that, for those of you who listen to my show, haven't heard him lately because uh, my rock and roll podcasting godfather, Michael Butler of the Rock and Roll Geek Show, will not hesitate to play new material by this man either or give it up for him. We've always agreed on that. Uh, sharing in the love of the great Rick Springfield, who is actually a part of this project. So here is Rick Springfield. Man, I should have saved this for train wreck duets. What am I thinking? But here you go, Rick Springfield, backed up by the Foo Fighters. This is the man that never was. Turn this one up. Silver platter, 
that was Rick Springfield with the Foo Fighters backing him up there as his band with The Man That Never Was off of the Sound City reel-to-reel collection. Uh, I pretty much like that whole thing top to bottom. I like the whole, you know, different bands on different songs, and they kind of changed up. It's like musical chairs and a, a few guest vocalists. Stevie Nicks is on there with a pretty cool jam. Uh, Lee Ving from Fear. Uh, you get a three-way duet between Josh Hame, Dave Grohl, and Trent Reznor. That's uh, pretty crazy. And, of course, the the big song that everybody talks about, the uh, Paul McCartney with the surviving members of Nirvana jamming out there. That's a pretty heavy song, too. I'm not going to front. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll save that one for train wreck duets. Uh, but check it out. Sound City. It's a good soundtrack. And, like I said, I need to watch the actual movie itself. Next up here, I'm going to play something by The Replacements. This comes off of uh, their brand new EP called Songs for Slim. And basically, uh, they had a replacement guitarist in their band uh, by the name of Slim Dunlap. And uh, he came in there towards the end of the band, uh, the last couple of records. And, uh, you know, everybody likes him. He seems to be a really good guy. He's definitely a really cool original type of songwriter. He actually uh, toured with the great Dan Baird as well after the replacements broke up. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that Slim is good people. And I guess uh, he had some medical issues last year. (laughs) That's saying it mildly. He had a severe stroke. And uh, I guess some of his friends got together and recorded some of his material. And it's it's, it's kind of a series actually called Songs for Slim. Uh, which is the name of this replacements EP as well, but if you type in Songs for Slim on iTunes, you can actually find some of the other singles that were contributed to this project. Uh, the great Lucinda Williams and the great Steve Earle also have tracks on it. So, uh, something worth looking into, and it goes to a good cause. And hey, you get a quasi-replacements reunion out of it, so I'm not going to complain about that at all. And, uh, like I said, I think there's a a cover song that he performed on this EP, and everything else is uh, material written by Slim. So here you go. This is The Replacements with a song called Lost Highway. I'm a rolling stone Alone and lost This road of sin I have paid the cost When I walk Oh, another guy on that lost highway. Just a deck of cards and a walk of wine. Sugar wine, a woman's lies. I make a life like mine. The day we met, we went astray. Just a kid, barely 22 I need the good, no bad, just a kid 
the replacements with Lost Highway for their buddy Slim Dunlap. And uh, I hope he gets better. And uh, if, if he hasn't been getting better by now, I mean, it's been a year, so I hope he's doing a lot better. Uh, but until then, go check out all the songs in the series called Songs for Slim. Good cause, once again. And uh, did I mention uh, in it, from that, in addition to everything else, everything's going to be covers for the rest of the night because uh, that tends to happen a lot when you're covering odds and ends. Uh, the Melvins, a band who uh, I am such a big fan of, as well as the aforementioned Randy Brown and uh, my buddy Logan, we're all big Melvins fans. And I think collectively we were all just a little disappointed by that last album from last year. Oh, by the way, yes, uh, Adam Arthur. Shout out to Adam. I didn't do that earlier, but I know you're a Melvins fan as well. I I, I think I could speak for you. I, I think I believe you said you weren't feeling that last album either. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, you know, I was glad that Trevor Dunn was in the band and then I wasn't because I was like, really? You just let him play stand-up bass the whole record and... Uh, Material wasn't all that great, but you know they pretty much put out an album a year, so I can always give them the occasional mulligan. So, so they bounce back and a little bit of recovering. This is actually from various sessions, I believe, and they put out a cover album called "Everybody Loves Sausages," a true statement if I've ever heard one. I know I love sausages, but uh, some interesting cover songs on here, some with guest vocalists, and uh, it, it's a good time. I actually really like it. Uh, for the most part, I like it, uh, but there's some fun stuff on there. They do a cover of Black Betty. They do a great version of Station to Station with the lead singer of Fetus, which Logan hit me to, that that's where he was from. And uh, there's there's some fun stuff on here. I, one of the standout tracks for me was a song that I had completely forgotten about, but it was a uh, Latter-day Kink song from the 70s. Uh, so here you go. And also with guest drummer Clem Burke, if you're a massive rock geek, you know that he is the longtime drummer for Blondie. So uh, there you go. This is the Melvins doing a kink song with the Blondie drummer. This song is called Attitude. <laughs> Yeah, baby, I'm a minute to give. Try so hard, baby. 
That was the Melvins with Clem Burke guesting, and that was a cover of the Kinks' Attitude from their new cover album called Everybody Loves Sausages. Of course they do. All right, moving on here. We got two more songs to go. We're going to end big here. And speaking of big, this is a cover of Cheap Trick's Big Eyes, which uh, I can, is there a band cool enough out there to actually cover one of my favorite songs in the world? Well, yes, there is. And they're a great band called Anthrax. They put out a cover EP called Anthems this year. And it's a themed cover album because it's all 70s covers. They do ACDC's TNT, Boston's Smokin', Journey's Keep On Runnin', Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak, and for some reason they decided to put the song Crawl from Worship Music on there, which I guess they want to keep promoting worship music, so I understand it. Big fan of Big Eyes, big fan of Anthrax, so how can you go wrong? You can't go wrong. It's a great version, so turn this one up even more. This is Anthrax with Big Eyes.
That was the great Anthrax with their version of Cheap Tricks Big Eyes off of the covers album called Anthems. I also failed to mention that they the <laughs> the namesake of the album, Anthem. Yes, they do Rush's Anthem on there. And that's a that's great. Go check that out. That's uh, along with Big Eyes, that's those are my two favorite versions on that album for sure. We got one last song to do here, ending very big here. And I don't throw this one out uh, very willingly either, but the term perfect song is reserved for very few songs in this world for me. But uh, one song I do consider perfect uh, was a song that was written by Bruce Springsteen back in the 70s, made famous by Patti Smith, a song called Because the Night. It's been covered quite a few times. Why? Well, obvious. It's amazing. It's a great song. It's such a good song that most, you know, I don't think anybody could really screw it up. I mean, they'd really have to go out of their way to do it. You know, even Keel's version is enjoyable for me. That's how much I like the song. Uh, but on Record Store Day this year, which, uh, hey, come on, every day is Record Store Day, right, guys? Anyway, it's just, uh, okay, I'm not going to go off on a tear about that. Let's get back to the, the main idea here right now. So one of my favorite bands, Garbage, uh, got together with this band called The Screaming Females and recorded a cover version of Because the Night, which was uh, made exclusive to Record Store Day as a single. But thankfully, they went ahead and released it to iTunes just a few weeks afterwards. So I was very happy about that because it's not like I can ever find that stuff because it sells out right away for the most part. Uh, you know, paying $10 for one song is pretty ludicrous, i got to say, no matter how great the song is. But uh, not only was I happy to pay my dollar and change and tax to get this off of iTunes, I went ahead and bought it off of Amazon's MP3 download as well. And apparently, neither company wanted me to really own this song. So, uh, I, you know who you are, I thank you for sending me the file. Because that's what I do when I actually still legitimately pay for something and I still can't hear it. So problem solved and you get to hear it here on the show. I'm just going to let this one do the talking and then I'll glom over it afterwards. So here you go. This is Garbage and the Screaming Females with Because the Night. Take me now, baby, here as I am Pull me close, try and understand Desire is a hunger, it's the fire I breathe Love is a banquet on which we feed Come on now, try
All right, ending the show properly tonight with an amazing version of Because the Night. That was garbage along with the screaming females just hauling it. What an amazing version that is. That might be my favorite version of the song ever, and that's saying something. And uh, I remember when it debuted, uh, you can actually go and check this on their Facebook and, of course, on YouTube. They actually shot a a very well-made video in black and white of them performing this song in the studio. And it looks as live as can be. Uh, And, you know, when I saw the singer that's duetting there with Shirley uh, from the Screaming Females, and she's also playing guitar for the band, and I was like, oh, that's cute, you know, she's playing guitar. And it's such a shitty thing to say without having any knowledge about that person. Like, oh yeah, what's she gonna do? Really? <laughs> and wow. Uh, that's that's her on the solo there at the end. What an amazing guitar solo that is. That's It's just ridiculous. So I, I, I bow down uh, to her as far as just from the guitar gods. That was amazing. So... Hope you enjoyed that. Go go buy that song off of iTunes, and then I'm sure they'll let you listen to it. I don't know what my problem was. That was probably all that virus crap that I had. So, All that being said, I'm going to go ahead and thank you for listening to the show here this week. Uh, go to cnjradio.com, home of Rock Strikes 10, home of the flagship, the Wrestling House Show, and home of the Synaptic, a true alternative. Go check out all those shows. On the Rock Strikes 10 page, you'll see links to the Facebook, the Twitter, and the email. Joey at cnjradio.com. Let me know you're out there because until you do, I'm not convinced you listen. Feel free to chime in with show ideas. What kind of theme would you like to hear? Uh, What songs you liked? Who did you discover by listening to this? Uh, Who you didn't like? Whatever. Any kind of feedback I'm going to love. So thanks a lot. See you on the next one. Have fun.